Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mack Podcast, where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com, and check out our books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts, all designed to inspire you to live your blessed life. So we are still in the month of February. Happy birthday to everyone who has a February birthday. If this is your birthday month, happy birthday to you. Shout out to those of you who listen from all across the United States and a special shout out for those of you who are connected to us from abroad. So shout out to those of you in Finland, those of you in Namibia, Ghana, those of you who are in Canada, Australia, Ireland, Ireland, London, UK, and if there are any parts of the world where I uh, miss out, please let me know, especially if you're listening from abroad, where are you listening from? And if you're listening from the USA, where are you listening from? On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to love yourself in a godly and healthy way. This is part two, and our focus is going to be love is kind. And so remember, our springboard scripture is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And we're going to be focusing on how love is kind. So today's podcast is being sponsored by my self-love workbook and journal titled Because You're Worth It. It is a workbook that takes you through the 25 components of self-love. There are actually 25 different components of self-love. This is evidence-based. and The uh, foundation of the book is taken from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. That's our foundation for self-love. That tells us love is patient, love is kind, it does not honor, it does not boast, and so forth. You can read the whole scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. So we're going to be focusing on love is kind, that aspect. And we're going to be talking about how to be kinder to ourselves by practicing self-compassion. A lot of times what happens is when we're in a place where we're not really feeling like we're at our best, sometimes we can be our own worst critic. When we feel anxious or frustrated, a lot of times we talk to ourselves much more harshly than we would talk to somebody else. So a lot of things we say to ourselves, we wouldn't imagine saying them out loud to a friend or somebody we care about. And we got to learn to bring that same energy to ourselves because we got to care about ourselves. Self-preservation is the first law of nature, and you cannot give what you don't have. And so it is hard to give out love and compassion if we are not placing tools in our toolbox, in our self-care toolbox, to keep our confidence cup full, to keep our self-love cup full, to keep our self-worth cup full. And so we're going to be looking at how to be more kind to ourselves by practicing self-compassion. And I want to talk to you about what self-compassion looks like in practice. And I'm going to give you three things that self-compassion looks like. So you have a frame of reference to practice kindness to yourself by being more self-compassionate. Number one, self-compassion often looks like a gentle and supportive nudge. So when you find that you're beating up on yourself, and you're saying things to yourself that undermine who you are, that undermine your work. I'm so stupid. Gosh, I really messed that up. Nobody's ever going to like me. 
nobody's ever going to hire me. That's a, that's a tall, tall thing to say. Nobody, there are billions of people on the planet. So you're saying that you have spoken to everybody and nobody's going to hire you. But what happens is when we are in a place that is not so healthy, we can get into absolutist thinking and we want to be mindful of that. So when you find yourself doing that, catch yourself in the act and understand that it is important to give yourself a gentle and supportive nudge. So that rather than saying something like, I'm so stupid, even if you're just talking to yourself, because the power of life and death is in our tongue, you would be more truthful and just say, well, you know, the presentation did not go as well as I anticipated. This is what I did well, and this is what I need to look out for next time around. Maybe I was nervous. Maybe I wasn't properly prepared. Maybe I didn't have all the data that I needed. So you can go through and self-assess and you can begin to pinpoint what you could do differently rather than beating yourself up. Because when we beat ourselves up, all that does is undermine our confidence and it doesn't give us the direction to change. In order to change, you need specific feedback. So saying I'm so stupid is not clear, specific, actionable feedback. What can you do with that? So you want to instead look at yourself objectively. And if you were assessing somebody else's presentation, would you say they were so stupid or would you highlight and pinpoint the things that they did well and the things that they could have done differently to make the presentation better? So sometimes self-compassion looks like a gentle and supportive little nudge. So sometimes you got to nudge yourself when you find yourself beating up on yourself verbally, give yourself a nudge and say, "Mm -mm, I'm not going to talk to myself like that. Sometimes self-compassion looks like a trainer talking to a fighter on the side of the ring. So if you ever watch boxing, any, any boxing movies, or you've been to a live boxing match, and you see the trainer on the side of the prize fighter, bigging that fighter up, you can do this. I need you to watch for this. Watch for the way he jabs this. And so he is talking the fighter through the things that he sees because he is not in the ring but he is objectively objectively on the outside looking in and he can see what the fighter's doing well and where the fighter might be uh, overlooking some things. And he can also see what's coming at the fighter that the fighter can't see for himself. And so sometimes we have to learn how to look at our lives through the lens of being a trainer, right? And so it is about turning your inner critic into your inner coach. And so the same voice that is not compassionate can be the same voice. You can turn it around. This is why it is so important to renew our mind, right? The Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so the powerful way that we renew our mind is through scripture. And so the more that we meditate on God's word and we have the scriptures inscribed in our heart, we have enough everlasting truth in us to be able to counter the voice of self-doubt that tries to come for us And this will allow you to begin to uh, turn that voice of inner critic to your inner coach, just like you are you are uh, training a prize fighter, because when you are fighting for your confidence, when you are fighting for your self-esteem, when you are in the fight of your life, because the voices in your head try to make you believe that who you are is not enough, you are going to have to be your own trainer. And you are going to have to be able to big yourself up and encourage yourself. God gives us the tools we need because the Bible lets us know that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And it is from this sound mind place, it is from the Christ mind place that we can remember who we are in God and we can begin to talk to ourselves like a trainer talking to a prize fighter inside the ring. So that's what self-compassion looks like in practice. And the third way that I want to give you that 
self-compassion looks like in practice is self-compassion also looks like reminding yourself that you are only human and as a flawed human being, none of us are perfect and you will make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And so sometimes you have to remind yourself, you know, I'm only human, especially if you struggle with perfectionism. If you struggle with obsessive self-criticism and obsessive perfectionism, you are going to have to get into the habit if you want to build your self-love by way of building your kindness through self-compassion, you are going to have to remind yourself to do your due diligence to remind yourself that you are a human being and none of us can see everything coming at us. None of us can anticipate every conceivable scenario and know exactly what to do. We can do our best and that's all we can do. And then in hindsight, we can look at next time around, what can we do differently? This is why we say the popular saying, hindsight is 2020 vision, because through the lens of after the fact, you are able to objectively look at the situation and assess what you could have done differently. But when you are in it, you are engulfed in it. It's like being in water. You're in the water. So it is hard to see what is around you. But when you are standing on the dock, you can see what's in the water. And so self-compassion also looks like remembering that we are only human. We're powerful, but we're still only human. So those are three tips to help you practice conscious, intentional self-love by being kinder to yourself through self-compassion. So I hope that helped you. And if you would like more inspiration, be sure to worship with us at our church by phone Sunday service. You can find out more information about our ministry at CassandraMacMinistries.com. You can also become a member of the Cassandra Mac YouTube channel. It is great when you're a member because it gives you access to exclusive content, to deep dive content. A lot of the content, a lot of these concepts that we talk about on the podcast is at a surface level. But if you really want to go deeper, that's where you want to become a member so that you really have an arsenal of tools at your disposal. And you also will have access to the church by phone recordings if you are a tier two member or higher. And so I would encourage you to become a member of the Cassandra Mac YouTube channel. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Cassandra Mac. So those are the ways that you can make sure that you access more tips, more tools, more teaching. If this podcast or YouTube channel and our ministry has been a blessing to you, I encourage you to sow a financial seed into the ministry, into the channel, into the podcast, because it is through your generosity, through your financial offerings that you help us do what we do to reach more people, especially in a time like this. So we thank you. I want to say thank you to all of you who financially support the ministry, who financially support the channel. I want to say thank you to you. You are appreciated and it is never, ever taken for granted. So let us close out with a prayer to be kind to ourselves. Dear Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for reminding us that love is not only patient, but that love is also kind. Help us to be kinder to one another and help us to be kinder to ourselves. Help us to speak to ourselves in a way that is kind, compassionate, loving, affirming, and supportive. Help us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Help us to renew our mind 
with the truth of your word that tells us who you are and who we are in you. During those days where we are tempted to beat down on ourselves, help us to remember that the power of life and death is in our tongue and help us to speak words that are seasoned with salt and full of grace to ourselves as well as others. We thank you and we seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Remember to take care of yourselves and each other. And let's always remember, we all hold the pen that writes the chapters to our lives. So let's make our story a blessed and an awesome one.